This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Trudeau government has unveiled new legislation to crack down on so-called hate speech, or to be more accurate, as Pierre Polyev said, speech that Trudeau hates. All of this is being done under the guise of protecting children. We'll break it all down on the show for you today. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. Don't forget to like this video. Subscribe to our True North channel if you're new around here. Leave us a five-star review if you're listening to this podcast and you enjoy it. And don't forget to head on over to our website, tnc.news. Sign up for a newsletter so you never miss a story. Okay, so here it is. The government finally introduced its Online Harms Act. We've been hearing about this bill. It's been floated around. It's been discussed for several years now. And it finally came to us. It was tabled on Monday by Justice Minister Arif Varani in the House of Commons. The bill is called the Online Harms Act, also known as Bill C-63. And the bill basically has three aims that it is trying to accomplish. This is what the uh, digital backgrounder said. It said the Online Harms Bill will, one, reduce exposure to harmful online content. How on earth are they going to do that? I mean, honestly, think about your day online. People who are very online spend a lot of time on the internet. There's lots of things that we might see that are harmful, that we don't like, that make us feel unhappy. That's kind of what the internet is. And so the idea that somehow the government is going to make this go away and reduce exposure to harmful content, the only way that they could possibly do that is through censorship, is by trying to control and meddle with these big tech companies and these platforms, which is what they're proposing to do with the Online Harms Act. And we'll get through the details of that later in the show. So one, reduce exposure to harmful online content. Two, better address and denounce hate propaganda and provide recourse to victims of hate. Again, how on earth are they going to address and denounce hate propaganda? We don't even know what they mean by hate propaganda. Like what on earth is hate propaganda? Promoting hate, lying and promoting hate. The problem is the government just doesn't define this stuff. We actually don't know what they're talking about. And that is where the fear lies because it's all about who's imposing this, which vindictive bureaucrats, which vindictive liberal staffers, which vindictive prime minister um, is going to use this as a tool to basically silence opposition, silence criticism. So that that is the second component of this bill, better address and denounce hate propaganda, and that's done through amendments to the Criminal Code and the Canadian Human Rights Act. And then third, which is something I think that every Canadian can get behind, is strengthening reporting of child pornography, and this is done through amendments to reporting law. This is the, this is the, the third one is the one that the Liberals in their communication of this bill really leaned in on. So this is what they talked about. This is what they emphasized. This is what they led with. They said that, you know, this is all about protecting children. This is all about stopping child pornography, which again is something that I believe that every Canadian agrees with. And this is where the liberals kind of get smart. They're, they're cute about it. They pretend that this is all just about protecting children. And then they kind of sneak in 
uh, the other components, the online censorship components, the reporting components, the fines for things uh, that, that Canadians potentially could have to pay up to $70,000 in fines uh, for things that, that, again, loosely defined terms like hate speech and hate propaganda. So let's go through a, a little more detail. New Online Harms Act, the objectives are to reduce exposure to harmful content and empower support users, put in place special protections for children, make online services accountable for and transparent about how they are reducing exposure to harmful content. And it says services covered social media services, live stream services, and user uploaded adult content services. So again, you notice it's not just about Pornhub. It's not just about OnlyFans. It's not just about adult content. They also include social media services and live streaming services. So if, if you were just sort of reading about this bill or you heard a little bit about it, you would say, oh, okay, focus on protecting children from child porn and other sort of predatory aspects that, that they could get caught up in. But then, but then Trudeau's, you know, he's sneaky, right? He's sneaky and he just adds in social media services and live streaming services as well. So that it captures not just things related to child pornography, but also to, to quote Pierre Polyev, things that Trudeau hates. So journalism that Trudeau hates, uh, content that he hates, stories that he hates. I mean, we, we don't know exactly what, what what's going to be included in this, uh, but, but this is the major concern that they included that social media services and live streaming. And so back to this briefing document, it says seven categories of harmful content. And you can see how sneaky they are in 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 adding in, in just expanding what this thing is all about. So you can see the first one there, content that sexually victimizes a child. Again, every Canadian can get behind that. Every Canadian agrees. Content used to bully a child. Well, that's getting a little bit more murky, but okay, fine. We, we, we know you don't want children uh, frankly, children shouldn't even be on the internet. Um, but but the idea that, okay, you can somehow have uh, legislation to protect children from bullying. And then content that induces a child to harm themselves. <laughs> so now we're getting into like totally subjective measures. So, you know, you, you, you are somehow responsible if you post something um, that could lead someone to, to harm themselves. I don't even know how that would possibly work and connect. And then uh, when, when it comes to hate and violent extremism, so again, there's two parts, one protecting children, and the second one, uh, when it comes to so-called hate speech. So one, one of the categories here is content that incites violent extremism or terrorism, okay? Content that incites violence. Those are things that are already illegal in Canada. You cannot incite violence. You can obviously not um, incite terrorism. But then all of a sudden you see here, it says content that foments hatred. Content that foments hatred. Hmm, interesting. I wonder what that could include. And then intimate content communicated without consent, including deepfakes. Again, I think most Canadians get behind that. But that one, that one category right there, content that foments hatred, should raise a lot of red flags because it is so incredibly subjective. And as we'll discuss later in the program, we know that Justin Trudeau uses this kind of thing to go after his enemies. He uses it to go after his political opponents. He uses the guise of, of hate speech and hate uh, to to uh, basically as a sword uh, to attack his opponents. And so uh, let's read from our True North article here. It says, Liberals Online Hate Bill contains $70,000 fines for speech and life imprisonment for hate crimes. So according to the new bill, anybody will be able to file complaints against each other for posting hate speech online that is discriminatory against protected categories such as gender, race, disability, and others. Amendments to the Canadian Human Rights Act let anybody file complaints against a person posting so-called hate speech with a Canadian 
Human Rights Commission. So we're getting into kangaroo court uh, territory where basically Canadians can just snitch on one another. They can do it anonymously. And if the commission decides that what someone has posted online is hate speech, uh, you could be responsible for up to $70,000. So it says, if found guilty, the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal can order those found to violate the government's definition of hatred with fines up to $70,000 and take down order for content. According to the text of the bill, the tribunal has the power to order payments of $20,000 for victims of so-called online hate, as well as an order to pay the government $50,000 if the member panel considers it appropriate. So you can shake someone down. If someone writes something online that you don't like, you can anonymously snitch on them. If the tribunal rules in your favor, you get $20,000. So there's no barrier. Like you could just go after everybody. You could sit online all day, every day, looking up tweets, looking up Facebook posts that you find offensive or that you believe is hate. And you could potentially get huge pay payouts. You could potentially make a lot of money by just shaking down people whom you hate. This kind of, from my perspective, just creates a scenario where Canadians will just go after each other. You know, you'll have uh, Jewish Canadians reporting all kinds of Hamas supporters. You'll have uh, trans people reporting all kinds of conservatives. You'll have maybe potentially First Nations people uh, reporting all kinds of what historians and people talking about residential schools in ways that they don't like. Like this just opens up a minefield in Canadian society that pits different groups against each other and it really could lead us to some dark places. I think that there is just so much grounds for abuse, for people to claim that they are the victim of hate speech, for people to take someone else's words and twist them, and really just to create widespread litigation throughout our society where, again, people are trying to shake down other people basically for $20,000. And I mentioned this earlier, my second critique about this is that the, the government, again, emphasized that this is all about protecting kids from porn. Uh, but the reality is because of the platforms that it applies to, it, it, it's going to be much broader than that because it says the Online Harms Act would set out applications for online platforms, including live stream and adult content services like Facebook, Twitch, and Pornhub. Okay, so that doesn't even make sense that adult services like Facebook and Twitch, but the fact that it is covering more than just Pornhub uh, should raise eyebrows. I think that all Canadians should, of course, oppose this affront on internet freedom. I think we saw several independent journalists speaking out against it and saying that this is not a correct course. This is an attack on free speech. We had Ezra Levant, who himself has lived through uh, this kind of a tribunal back uh, in before before the Harper government, there was a similar type of legislation on the books. Harper got rid of it. And before Harper got rid of it, Ezra Levant got caught up in one of these kangaroo courts. Um, and so this is what uh, he had to say. He wrote on Twitter. He's lying again. He claims that this is about protecting kids, the same kids he wants to have transgender surgeries without their parents' consent. This bill is not about protecting kids. It's about censoring critics of Trudeau. So that was what Ezra Levant had to say. True North's own Cosman Georgia also had a critique of this bill. He wrote this on Twitter. He said, the liberal online hate bill, C63, empowers a Canadian human rights tribunal to hide the identity of accusers and can even compel gag orders on people who are subject of online hate complaints. This is a kangaroo court system, full stop, dangerous territory. So that is pretty accurate uh, 
pretty much, I think, exactly how so many Canadians feel about all this. But interestingly, or, or maybe I should say not so interestingly, um, the legacy media took a different turn. They did not criticize Trudeau for this bill. They actually applauded him for it. And so I want to play you this clip. This is of CTV's so-called tech expert, Avery Schwartz. And she was on CTV's Your Morning on Monday morning, yesterday morning, before the bill was tabled. But like I said, we knew that it was coming out. And so she hasn't seen the text of the bill at this point when she's doing this interview. But you could just see how excited she is about it. So I'm going to play you this clip now. This is Avery Shorts on CTV. I really like the idea of potentially creating a digital safety commissioner, someone whose job it is, who has a full office to regulate online content. To Okay, um, let's just pause it there. You, you could see that she's just over the moon. She really likes the idea, guys. She really, really likes the idea of an online safety ombudsperson or commissioner. This is not, okay, this right here is sort of the face of modern leftist authoritarianism, right? You have this jovial woman, she kind of looks like a mom. And what she's talking about, she's sounding super excited about, like, like she, she's planning her kid's birthday party or something like that. You know, what she's talking about, creating a new government office with the euphemistic title, sort of the Orwellian title, the safety commissioner whose job it is to take complaints from Canadians and swiftly remove content online. This is authoritarianism. This is authoritarianism. This is the government watching your every move online and taking action against it. And here we have this woman just so excited about it. She really, she really, really wants to see a commissioner. She, she just really wants to see the government start regulating the internet and having a person whose job it is uh, you know, on, on, on the name of safety, of course, it's always under the name of safety with the authoritarian left, um, who is there to censor your speech and to put a chill on free speech, to put the fear in everybody watching this video and everyone online that if you say the wrong thing and you upset someone and it makes its way up to the safety commissioner, you could have to pay $70,000. You could go to jail. You could have your life ruined, your life destroyed um, just because of something that you posted that went against whatever the rules were of the day. Okay, let's continue this tech expert, Avery Schwartz. Fines and punishment for those that are not falling into compliance and also that they would have sort of like um, ombudsman-like capabilities where it's a place that you could go and issue complaints because, uh, you know, if something happens online, if you see online harm, especially around children, there's really not, not much you can do about it right now in Canada. You can report it to the platform where you see it, but who knows if that's really going anywhere. If we have a digital safety commissioner who can field complaints, field concerns from the general public that is something that i'm really keen to see okay so you can just see her get excited repeating justin trudeau's talking points almost verbatim what she says there isn't even true that if you see something happening online you have no recourse it's not true you can flag it with the social media platforms they take this stuff down almost instantly if it gets into the category into the terrain of a child being put in harm of course there's already laws in the books in canada to protect children you can call the police you can get them involved so really what what are we doing we're creating an added level of government an added layer of government a new portfolio a new job um, to protect our safety, to, to make us all feel safe and warm. Um, but really, this is just a friendly, smiley face of leftist authoritarian 
at the authoritarianism coming to Canada. And of course, you know, the idea that she was really excited about the digital safety commissioner. Uh, that's all there. That all came true. Her, her wish for what she wanted to see in the bill is pretty much exactly what we got. And so let's move on to reaction. You know, the Conservatives have been pretty quiet uh, since this bill was released. Uh, it's still early. They still have time uh, to put together a response. Uh, but I will note that last week we had our own Andrew Lawton was out in Kitchener and he went to a Pierre Polyev uh, press conference and Andrew knew that this bill was coming. And so he asked Pierre Polyev about it. And I think that that is the best uh, response from the Conservative Party that we've had so far as to what they think about this bill. So let's play that clip. This is last week before the bill got released, but this is what Pierre Polyev had to say about Justin Trudeau's looming crackdown on online hate speech. Let's play that clip. Morning, Mr. Polyev, Andrew Lawton, True North. The federal government has said that its uh, online harms bill is imminent. Uh, they've said this bill will include, among other things, a ban on, on so-called online hate speech. As you know, the Conservatives a decade ago repealed Section 13 of the Canadian Human Rights Act, which the Liberals ha have talked about reintroducing and, and tried in the last parliamentary term. Will the Conservatives oppose the reintroduction of these provisions and the Liberals' approach to so-called online hate speech? Yes, we will oppose Justin Trudeau's latest attack on freedom of expression. And um, I want to ask... What does Justin Trudeau mean when he says, when he says the word hate speech? He means speech he hates. So, for example, let's go through some of the things he said is hate speech. Jerry Butts, the PMO uh, puppet master, said that it was hate speech to criticize Trudeau for using the ridiculous term people kind, right? <laughs> the Justin Trudeau said anyone who criticized him during the pandemic was engaging in hate speech. Um, basically, anybody who disagrees with his radical agenda when it comes to kids, he says, is hate speech. He attacked Muslim parents who were protesting against his agenda. Is he going to criminalize those Muslim parents for protecting their children in schools? Uh, go down the list of things that Justin Trudeau disapproves of, and you can imagine all of the things that will be criminalized. And then there becomes the question of who is going to be in charge of determining what is hate speech. Um, recently, a school board in Ontario banned Anne Frank's books. Okay, <laughs> so would that be considered hate speech under Justin Trudeau's woke? Uh, authoritarian agenda, I think it would. So anyone who thinks that speech they don't like is going to be criminalized and therefore the bill should be supported, go through that, those people should go through the, the list of their own thoughts that Justin Trudeau cons considers to be unacceptable views, and you can assume that he will ban all of that as well. And finally, I point out the irony that someone who spent the first half of his adult life as a practicing racist who dressed up in hideous racist costumes so many times he says he can't remember them all, should then be the arbiter on what constitutes hate. Why doesn't he, what he should actually do is look into his own heart and ask himself why he was such a hateful racist 
for despite his enormous personal privileges of a multi-million dollar trust fund, being the son of a prime minister, uh, growing up in mansions, traveling the world, why he had so much hate in his art that he was uh, such an awful racist. And what he should do is actually explain where that ugliness came from. And maybe in that way, rather than through coercion, he could uh, help in, uh, us all in the fight against real hate. So Pierre Polyev rightly explains and describes this bill at the time, potential bill, but now it is a real bill that has been tabled as not hate speech, but just speech that Trudeau hates. And I think that there's plenty of reasons for Canadians to agree with that. We have seen this man over the course of his time as Prime Minister of Canada focus on dividing Canadians, focus on pitting Canadians against one another, taking groups of people that Trudeau personally doesn't like and vilifying them and demonizing them and saying that they are uh, they hold unacceptable views or that they are a small fringe minority. We remember that during the lockdowns, he, that's what he called the protesters. Anyone protesting his government held unacceptable views and that it wasn't something that Canadians uh, sh should agree with. When he was talking about unvaccinated Canadians, he asked whether it was something that that Canadians should tolerate? Should we even tolerate people who would not take a jab, uh, you know, in the name of COVID? Uh, even recently, when it came to parents, you know, concerned parents, moms and dads protesting against far left content and material in schools, including many Muslim families, I should note, uh, Justin Trudeau attacked them as well. Pierre Polyev mentioned this when he talked about Muslim parents. Uh, this is what Justin Trudeau tweeted back in September of 2023. He said, let me make one thing very clear. Transphobia, homophobia, biphobia have no place in this country. We strongly condemn this hate and its manifestations. We stand united in support of 2S LGBTQI plus Canadians across the country who are valid. You are valued. So again, Trudeau just calls it hate. He says that things that he disagrees with are hate. And uh, that's exactly what uh, this bill is all about. So why is Justin Trudeau doing this? Why is he introducing this bill? Is it really to protect children? Is it really about stopping the abuse of children online? Or does perhaps Justin Trudeau have an ulterior motive? Well, remember this clip from last week, Justin Trudeau was on a radio show in Alberta called Real Talk with Ryan Jesperson. And he kind of let the cat out of the bag when he talked about what was going on on social media and why he didn't like what was happening on social media. So let's play this clip of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. There is out there a deliberate undermining of mainstream media. There are the conspiracy theorists, there are the social media drivers who uh, are trying to do everything they can to keep people in their little filter bubbles, to prevent people from actually agreeing on a common set of facts the way, you know, the, CBC and CTV, when they were our only sources of news, you know, used to, used to, and global, used to project across the country, at least a common understanding of things. So there you go. Justin Trudeau is angry at what he calls conspiracy theorists and social media drivers. I assume that in that uh, bubble of people that he's talking about, he's talking about independent media groups like True North and like Rebel. Uh, but he says that we are to blame for the decline in trust in legacy media. The decline in trust in legacy media, guys, 
has nothing to do with fake news reporting over legacy media, nothing to do with their bias, their blatant pro-liberal agenda, their use of liberal talking points anytime that Justin Trudeau does anything that offensive him. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with any of that. It's all because of conspiracy theorists. It's all because of social media drivers. And interesting how Trudeau then opines sort of, he, he you know, he's nostalgic for the days when there were just two TV stations. It was just the CBC and CTV. It was so easy to control the media back then when there were just two groups. Uh, but now you have this proliferation of opinions and opinion makers and news sites all across the internet. Justin Trudeau doesn't like that. He blames that uh, for the declining trust in the media, which is just hilarious and laughable. But I, I, th I think he really was hinting towards why he introduced this legislation. Justin Trudeau wants to control everything. Justin Trudeau wants to be in control of the country. He This is what leftist authoritarianism looks like. It comes to you under the guise of safety, under the guise of protecting you from just seeing things that you don't like. Uh, but really what it's all about is just Justin Trudeau focused on self-preservation, Justin Trudeau focused on power and pushing his far left worldview. And in order to do that, he needs to control things. He wants to control the internet just like he controls the media. He said it right there. When there's only two news stations, CTV and CBC, everybody agreed. Why did everyone agree? Because they were pushing the exact same agenda. They were pushing the same talking points. They were pushing liberal propaganda. Uh, but now the internet's so big that not everyone's going to push liberal propaganda. Trudeau doesn't like that. So Trudeau wants to control the internet just like he controls the media. If the internet and free speech are undermining his control of the media and so-called conspiracy theorists are to blame for that declining trust in the media, then that is Justin Trudeau's justification for censoring things so that he can continue to have that control. And that is what we are seeing with the online Harms Act. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show.